Welcome to the Infinite Spark of Being podcast. My name is Keith Welsh. Uh, in this episode, I'm going to be explaining uh, to you guys something that I uh, facilitate, provide at work and outside of work called Rapid Resolution Therapy, otherwise known as uh, RRT. Um, but before that, I want to go back over a few things like trauma, the subconscious, just to um, kind of clarify. Um, just so you know, we all we all understand where I'm coming from here. Also, want to discuss uh, the implications spiritually that this sort of thing could provide. Um, anyway. Um, But if you'd like to support the ongoing creation of the Infinite Spark of Being, whether it's the books, the prints, the t-shirts, you can do that by purchasing any of those things at theinfinitesparkofbeing.com. There's also a Patreon. There is also Venmo information if you should choose to um, provide me with a kindness donation. Also, if you have questions about anything that I'm saying here, remember, this is just my point of view. This is just my experience. Uh, It's not necessarily objectively real or true or whatever. Um, But if you have questions, especially in topics like this, please reach out. Um, A lot of you do, and it's always appreciated. Um, Anytime I can further explain something, I appreciate you allowing me to do that. I think that... um, Sometimes these things are, uh, require a phone call so we can just be very specific and private. Um, anyway, um, especially when we're talking about trauma and you know, stuff like this. So reach out, DM me on Instagram. Anyway, so RRT is something that I'm certified in. Uh, it was invented by name, uh, a man named John Connolly. Uh, he is who I did my training with, um, rather than one of his, uh, his associates, we'll call them. Um, interesting guy, uh, bit of a wild, wacky fella, um, <laughs> but I did, I did learn a lot from him. Um, I don't know that we would uh, be best friends, but uh, <laughs> anyway... Um, but I was uh, recommended this certification by some friends of mine that um, I used to work with, some therapists that were like, hey, you know, this is right up your alley. Just because it goes against the common, uh, what, what most therapists are taught in college um, when they go to become um, <laughs> conditioned and, uh, you know, taught, trained. Um, but I come at it with a largely, uh, you know, Buddhist, uh, or Eastern understanding of the mind, how the mind works, why the mind does what the mind does, things like that. Um, I'm, uh, driving, I'm in South Florida and we're, we're just, uh, just after, uh, Hurricane Nicole or whatever she was at the end there, tropical storm, I don't know. Um, so I'm seeing a lot of fun, fun things. It's always cool to drive around afterwards, like weird things flood and uh, trees uprooted. It's 
kind of neat. Um, anyway, so uh, rapid resolution therapy. First, let's just real quickly go over a few things. Um, the subconscious mind, the operating system for the human experience. Your subconscious is subconscious, so it is outside of your conscious awareness as opposed to your conscious mind, which is within your conscious awareness, the thoughts that you know you are thinking, the thoughts that you are um, experiencing, that you know you're experiencing. Unlike the subconscious, which is kind of like behind the scenes doing things, but what it's doing is it's giving you your experience of life. You see the world the way you see it and you experience it the way you experience it because of the subconscious mind. Meaning that uh, you experience largely an, an, an inner world as opposed to an outer world. Um, uh, Neville Goddard wrote a lot about the subconscious and I highly recommend um, if you're interested in understanding more uh, check him out. There is a truck next to me that might make a loud noise here in a minute. I can already hear it's rumbling. Or it won't because we're at a green light and nobody's doing anything anyway. Um, this uh, episode will be part informational, part rant. At times I will uh, reference things that drive me a bit crazy. Not just uh, loud automobiles, but um, things within the therapeutic landscape. Um, okay, so that's the subconscious. Um, I also subscribe to the idea that the right side of the brain is all of our feelings, the left side is all of our logic, um, and things uh, tend to get stuck. They can go unprocessed. Um, you know, the word trauma is interesting. Uh, traumatic things can occur that do not necessarily traumatize you. Um, and then things that uh, are traumatic can occur that do traumatize you. Things that are not traumatic can occur that I wouldn't say traumatize you, but they definitely stick with you, which is why I like the John Connolly term, stuck data. Essentially, all of our memories, everything that's happened to us is now data on our hard drive. It's in our memory bank, and as a memory, it is kind of coloring the way we see the world, which creates our beliefs and things like that. None of it which is objectively real. These beliefs are just beliefs. But, you know, uh, like, so someone like me, who was abused for a very long time as a child, um, <clears throat> that eight-year period set up my subconscious to present a world to me that was largely threats and adversaries. And so my thinking, my conscious thoughts were overly concerned with threats and adversaries. And you could come along and say, well, Keith, the world is very safe, et cetera, et cetera. Like, no, it's not. And I can prove it to you. And this is my experience. I was abused and I can throw that card down. And that usually shuts people up. Uh, and prevents them from um, educating me <laughs> on things because they're afraid to upset me. Um, it's a very convenient tool to use. If you want people to leave you alone, you just say, well, in my experience, and then they just have to shut up. So Try to not do that, actually. Uh, try to give people um, time to speak to you. It's, uh, it 
will only help you. It won't hurt you. Um, so, uh, rapid resolution therapy, uh, it takes these stuck moments, these traumatic events, whatever you want to call it, and moves it from the right side of the brain to the left. So what tends to happen, and, and this is another thing that I tend to subscribe to, which is the idea that trauma is a memory problem, meaning that it is stuck in the right side of the brain playing on a loop in the subconscious. So back to my trauma episode, the episode before this where I talked about the zebra and the lion. So I'm essentially experiencing uh, this loop of the zebra, of me being chased by a lion rather, in the right side of my brain, in my subconscious, so my body on some level always feels like it's being chased by a lion. Um, And it's not. You know, and and then if you confront me on my skittishness, I could, yeah. So, like with the abuse in my situation, somewhere in the back of my mind, in the right side of my brain, I was still being abused all the time. So I lived a life of fear, uh, which for me manifested as aggression. I was a very aggressive thinking, aggressive acting person. Now I would say that, I mean... Some people think that I'm abrasive and aggressive. Uh, I don't experience myself that way. Um, But that's part of the dispute. Um, But uh, I don't feel, at least I don't feel like I need to be, right? Um, I don't feel afraid in the world like I used to. I used to feel very afraid in the world. Now I feel very safe. Um... So with this, these experiences playing on a loop with rapid resolution therapy, with RRT, I take, the, take it from the right side of your brain and move it to the left. And I do that several different ways. Um, whereas some uh, approaches, and I will, will not mention them by name because I do not want to uh, continue... Um, I, I, I tend to be very competitive and shitty because I feel that these things that are considered tried and true by this system, this therapeutic system that really, I'm just going to tell you, is set up by your insurance companies. Your therapists do what they do and they do it the way they do it because that's how the insurance company wants them to do it and that's how they get paid. The insurance company pays. So... Um, But some of these methods use one thing, like they might just use uh, bilateral stimulation. But bilateral stimulation alone is not going to fully reprocess something, get rid of the roots and move it into storage. Can it give you relief? Yes. But will it be ongoing? No. Um, Neurolinguistic programming is great. And on some level, hopefully that's what your therapist is doing. But let's face it, they're not. Um, And real quick, I am not telling you not to go to a therapist. Go to a therapist. But talk therapy does not work with trauma. And if your therapist uh, is ethical, they will tell you that. It's just not. it, It just doesn't do it. It's why therapists send me people. Not just at work, but outside of work. Uh, right now, I'm working with a young lady that's referred to to me by her therapist, and you know, uh, 
the therapist is a, a, a friend of mine, um, you know, in full disclosure. He's been a therapist for a very long time, and he knows better than to think that we're going to talk your trauma out of the right side of your brain and into the left. He knows that. Therapy is good for establishing, like, starting to notice patterns, bringing things to light, stuff like that. But you're not going to move a traumatic experience through talk therapy. That's why therapists get certified in certain things. So, so they can actually help, like EMDR, RRT, hypnotherapy, whatever the thing is. So um, what typically takes uh, EMDR 8 to 12 sessions, I do in one session with RRT. Um, within the RRT space, we understand that if it does not work, it is my fault, not yours. It's never you, it's me. This works because this is how the mind works. I push this button, this thing happens, that's how it works. You are not special, you are not terminally unique, and you are not broken. Um, I just need to be really good at my job. I keep track of a lot of people over time. Uh, making sure these things stayed in storage and so far so good over the years I have never encountered anyone of the hundreds and hundreds of people that have said oh well it came back it didn't uh, I will you know be forthright and tell you that there were three sessions that uh, I would deem unsuccessful one the young lady needed to be medicated and um, later on, we continued the session after she got medicated because she was just too, too bonkers to, uh, you know, get a hold of. Um, we had a good laugh about it, but, you know, it was like I stopped her halfway through. I was like, has your therapist ever, you know, talked to you about medication? She's like, do you think you need medicated? I was like, yes, please. Um, it, was, it was wild. We had a good laugh about it, though. Um, another one, the gentleman was so detached from what he had done that um, I recommend, I said, look, man, uh, you're having trouble pinning this down, so why don't you just write out a trauma timeline for me? And he never did. So, uh, And the other one, uh, the, it was another male, and he was lying to me. Um, he was lying about what happened. Uh, he, um, and I knew he was lying. I told his therapist, like, this guy's lying. And so I wasted an hour with, uh, somebody who's just completely full of shit, which is exactly what I thought was going to happen. And that's very irritating to me because there were people that needed me that day. But instead I sat there and listened to dog shit for an hour. Um, which is also why in a lot of situations I just tell you, because this is a feature is that you don't have to tell me what happened to you. Keep it to yourself. I can figure out what's going on and what I need to do just by asking you some simple questions. You do not have to tell me what happened. Keep it to yourself. So what this does is it takes these trigger, the, the, the response in the nervous system by, all right, so the mind mistakes the data for the event, meaning that, you know, when you remember something bad, something painful, your body responds to it. And your body is responding because the mind believes that whatever it's thinking is happening in time right now. But it's not. But since it thinks it is, it's, you know, it goes, hey, we need adrenaline, we need cortisol, we're being attacked. 
So now you experience all this adrenaline and cortisol, and now you're what the kids call triggered. So um, this is uh, what I seek to remove, is that you take the memory and you show the mind that it's not happening right now. You convince, you show the amygdala that, hey, this isn't happening right now. And by doing that, you put it into the left side of the brain so there is no need for the adrenaline, the cortisol, and the feelings around it. You can still look at it and go, this event was fucked, but I'm okay. You know, and in okay in the way that you feel, your body feels okay, but you're not okay with what happened. And this is a very important thing for people to understand. Deal a lot with it with grief and loss to understand that pain does not equal love, okay? Your level of hurt around the loss of this person is not equal to the amount of love you had with them, to that, for them. And that's, that's something that people have got to understand. A lot of people confuse those two. Um, and they, you know, they, they, there's somewhere in their mind, they start to equate their feelings of pain with how much they loved somebody. Um, or their feelings of pain with, with how upset they are about something that happened to them. So I spend a lot of time with people going, look, you feel okay, your body feels okay, but that does not mean that you're okay with what happened. It does not mean you have disassociated, it doesn't, right? It just means that, hey, we moved this thing, okay? Um, that all or nothing thinking is very dangerous, but it's very common, uh, especially in the minds of people that have addiction issues. They're very much all or nothing kind of thinkers. Um, but, you know, it's like that thing, like within the occult, you have to be able to hold two diametrically opposed ideas in the mind at the same time. And that's life, being able to understand that it's horribly beautiful, right? What's that Ram Dass thing where he's like, you know, if, 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 if I tell you a baby dies every 45 minutes, it's very tragic. But what if I tell you a baby's born every 45 minutes? Like, which are you, what are you going to be, happy or sad, or both? Man, that is sad. This is also good. That's life. Um... So through bilateral stimulation, neuro-linguistic programming, a smidge of hypnotherapy, um, and some breath work, um, RRT moves the trauma. Um, all of us RRT facilitators are not created equal. I am obsessed. I am fully dedicated to making sure this works. I will. What I've done to make sure something stays in storage, like I'll spend, I'll do what I have to do, whatever I have to do. The longest sit down session I ever had with somebody was five hours. Uh, and that was a private session and it was a trauma so horrific that you could never think of it. And law and order SVU would never be able to fluff it enough to make it watchable for TV. Um, but other than that, a session where it's private and I, you're not a client of mine at work is usually two hours. Um, flies by. If at work, you know, it's an hour. Um, but the difference is that at work, they've sat in groups with me. They've listened to me talk about trauma, talk about the mind. 
uh, privately a lot of times I just have to start from scratch um, but yeah what I'd like to do is um, I'm going to reconfigure the website throw this up there as an option for people um, I prefer to be in front of you face to face and we can see how that works make that happen somehow I've also uh, been pretty successful via Zoom but again I prefer to be face to face um, and I've even you know, done some stuff just over the phone. But if you're interested, you know, you want to talk to me about it, please reach out. I will talk all day about RRT. Um, it's something that I believe a lot in. It is not evidence-based. Your insurance company does not um, recognize this. But the hundreds of people that I have helped, they do recognize it. Um, you could Google rapid resolution therapy and you'll find nothing but good things about it. Uh, at least the people that went through it. I've had it done to me. Um, and I can tell you in my experience, I have not experienced the anxiety that I felt previous to my session. I've never experienced, I haven't experienced anxiety since. Uh, smidges of it, but nothing. Like, I mean, yeah. I, I guess I have to say no. Like, it's not... So I used to have a problem with anxiety, um, and now I just, I don't know, I get sad, I've been sad about stuff, I've been worried, but it hasn't been the physically debilitating anxiety that I experienced up until that point. Um, but no, your insurance company will not recognize it. I operate on a sliding scale. This is kind of why I've always hesitated bringing it into the infinite spark of being space is because I don't want this to seem like I'm using it as a way to hawk this, but I mean, you know, what are we doing here? Not hawking books and t-shirts, right? Um, but uh, uh, yeah, it's a sliding scale. Um, I've been known to work for free, but um, I'd like to get paid. Um, yeah, the sliding scale is whatever you can, you can swing. Um, you know, I've done a lot of free sessions for people that, you know, couldn't get the help they needed. Um, you know, like I said, it's one session as opposed to eight to twelve EMDR sessions at 120 bucks a pop. Um, you know, but uh, yeah, that's. Um, I'll probably revisit this again. So really, what we're doing? I mean, think about it. Um, so, from a spiritual point of view, you don't do anything without an urge in the body, right? Like you, um, everything that you do, you do because of how your body feels, what your nervous system is telling you to do. Um, and karma being the predisposition of the mind to attraction and aversion, if you can have your attractions and aversions in the mind without the physical urges, you'd be able to clear some karma. You would be able to act appropriately. And uh, that on a spiritual, from a spiritual place is, is what, I, what I'd like to do with this. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm going to rework the website, put up some, some of the things that people have said over the years. Um, yeah. But uh, that's it. That's rapid resolution therapy. Uh, I don't know how explanatory that was or how helpful it was. 
Um, but please, if you're interested in doing some work together, uh, having me facilitate this for you and you, you know, sit with me, let's talk. Uh, reach out in DM or however, email, preferably DM. Uh, that's it. Uh, we're old friends. You know, you've helped me. Let me help you.